It's the Signs of Wine podcast. I'm not drunk. Sure. With your host, Jordan Tucker. Tired of everyone calling. And welcome to Signs of Wine. We have Emily here. Uh, what's your last name? Smith. Smith? Emily Smith. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we have Emily Smith here today. This is uh, my first, not my first video, but it's my first solo with a partner video. So I'm kind of nervous. <laughs> I've never well, done like hey, you got this. Um... But yeah, I wanted to ask uh, who, just who are you in general? Because the audience won't know. I know who you are. Uh, woman who loves Action Bronson, UK lady. <laughs> Basically. So I don't know. We have each other on Snapchat, but um, I'm a flight attendant. Um, so I travel quite frequently. Uh, I've been off for a bit, but uh, I just came back from San Francisco. So I'm hella tired. Uh, used to do a bit of acting on the side. Um, and yeah, that's basically me. Yeah. Absolute pro. Yeah, <laughs> uh, how was like your, uh, oh, let me bring this over here. How was uh, your like upbringing? Um, did you have like a, I'm not going to say a hard childhood, but like how was, how was your um, story to get to where you are now? Even in just like, um, a synopsis. Oh, uh, so like, I mean, I had a, I got brought up in like a literal suburb town. So like right down the South coast of England. Um, like, working class family and stuff so that was pretty it wasn't like I wouldn't say a struggle I know that my parents did struggle but we don't struggle now um trying to give an overall really um as well as that my I would say I had a really crappy time at school um used to get bullied a lot and stuff so then I just kind of I was so glad to leave that stage um and I kind of just grew up in this performing arts atmosphere that I absolutely loved I was more of a practical hands-on girl rather than a um you know get down to the books and study so I was very like that and uh, would you say you're outgoing no I'm probably one of the most introverted people surprisingly um you know if I'm at home then I'm actually um I like to just stay in bed and watch Netflix half the time I'm not I'm not 100% a social butterfly what's what's the first thing so you have a day off what's the first thing that you're throwing on on Netflix um, or I have I have so many things I watch at the moment. <laughs> at the moment, I'm rewatching American Horror Story because I used to love that. Um, so good. I've just I'm currently on the last season, so I've been literally binge watching it. Um, other than that, I'm I'm all in for a documentary. You know, it's a bit weird. I love my murder documentaries. I just find them really fascinating. You see how kind of fucked up people are, basically. <laughs> have you ever seen the was it the Ted Bundy documentary? No, you know I haven't. But I recently watched um, the one about, uh, you know, the hatchet sling oh. slasher guy. Yeah. yeah, you know. Is it? Yeah, I literally a, watched. It's Kieran or something like that. Yeah. So it, it, it I, I, it's like it's based off um, a meme. I like this meme that went yeah, viral yeah, and it basically memes. turns. Yeah, like bang, 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 and all that. <laughs> and then, and then it turns out that he's actually a really messed up guy. And I just found it really, yeah, quite interesting, really. So, real, um, real quick, did he, he, like, people started asking him to go in, like, um, like Jimmy Fallon and shit like that, right? Like, I'm pretty sure. That, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, so he went on, like, yeah, so basically they were basically, I think, trying to, with his viral, fat, um, like, kind of where he got famous, it was kind of, he was getting pushed to go on all these shows. Um, but I, I think there was a lot more issues behind it than what was made out to be yeah. um yeah so it turns out sometimes people that go viral shouldn't go viral 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's probably my podcast as a whole. If my podcast ever goes viral, I'm coming down. <laughs> They're taking me down <laughs> like quick. Um. All right. Cool. So, what about um? Okay. You and I know you said that you were bullied too. Um. Does that have anything to do with who you are now? Do you think? Because I, I, I know there was, like, a lot of times I can remember specific areas of bullying. Like, I think once I got called fat in, like, the sixth grade, bro. And I was I was chubby at the time. Like, now I'm skinny. Like, hey. real thin, skinny <laughs> legend. But uh, back then I was a little hefty. And I know I got called fat once and I ran my ass off all throughout high school. Yeah. I, I was quite emotional with school. So I used to cry a lot. And it, like, I just didn't like people shouting at me or confronting me. But, um... I'll try and cut like the story short. Um, but essentially, what happened you was some time. Um, you can make group... it a little bit longer. I'm listening. Oh, a little, little bit longer. Um, <laughs> so, oh, I could go. I could go each year if you want. <laughs> so, I'd say year eight, which was probably like the eighth grade for you guys. Um, I got like kind of physically bullied and stuff. So, like this girl used to like kind of just like grab my arm and be like, "Oh, I'm gonna see how far I can break it," and I'd be like, "Oh, brilliant." <laughs> Um, and year nine and ten, it kind of started with like um, online bullying, um, particularly when my best friend basically, it's really personal now when I look back at it, but um, she like stole my boyfriend at the time once we broke Yo, up. I know it was crazy. Um, and then I met, we were still friends. So, like, as in me and the ex boyfriend uh, were still friends. So I went <laughs> up and met with him one time. Isn't that so funny? And... I'm sorry to cut you off. Isn't that so funny though? Whenever like you talk about like an old ex boyfriend, you have to like or ex girlfriend, you have to like roll your eyes. Oh my god, sorry. You have to like roll your eyes at this well, shit because it's, it's so. Old. He's gay now, so and she's also a lesbian. So it's not it's not in a bad yeah. It's crazy how things turn around. That's what I'm saying. Um, yeah, um, and then they decided. I think she got jealous, so she decided to follow me. Um, into my town centre after school and about five or six of them like courted me in a train station and all screamed at me. What the fuck? Um, I know, it's a bit mad. Um, Did they fight you or anything? Is then, fighting a big thing in like uh, the UK? Do people fight a lot? Um, I would say, so, like, I mean, it was a culture, especially with like the guys, for example, like if, if there's an issue, you know, you go and meet yeah. somewhere after school and go for a fight kind of thing. Um, I'd say as it, as time has progressed now as i've seen as an adult like obviously there's a lot worse of things involved uh, obviously guns. we don't have guns but oh, we have shit. knives yeah so we don't have guns over here we... people still get a hold of them but yeah knife crime's like a big thing i was gonna say like is there like a, a gun issue over there i'm not not to sidetrack too far but is there a gun issue over there like how there is here or no no we don't have we i would like it's very difficult to get a firearm in the uk rather than obviously i know in america you can just go to a to a gun shop and kind of walmart. if you've got a license you kick that up yeah but here in maryland or, or, i know you what dick sporting goods i remember oh. going in there and seeing yeah yep. um but rather than over here it's more like a knife crime thing so people get stabbed and stuff Dude, and i was just talking about this though on my last podcast i would rather get shot than stabbed any day though I feel like getting stabbed. Oh yeah! Like, bro, what? Yeah, it's to do. With, it's to do with kind of um, like, like rather than over, like over your way. You know, you you kind of got. You can even get medicinal marijuana or like kind of. You know, I know when you go to New York, New York or California, you, like you can just get it from a shop. Over here, it's still like illegal. In Maryland, it's really um, illegal too. Illegal. Um, in I think July. 
oh oh lucky for you <laughs> yeah it's a, like all drugs are basically illegal over here other than cbd so oh my God. have, have yeah. you had cbd yeah i have had cbd Do you like it? it's it uh, mid it's not like it's not like the thc high so <laughs> yeah wait so hold obviously up. Is it expensive over there um let me try so you can get like i'm trying to think um we have like different ones so you can get like a 3.5 for anything between kind of 25 and 35 pounds so okay 25 35 pounds that's not bad that's what we have over here yeah 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 it's pretty... <laughs> i was, I was well, like, it, wondering. it all depends on the person <laughs> yeah. um but obviously i can't i don't smoke anymore because of my job yeah. so we get drug tested and stuff so i that was kind of my thing at um i guess college or or university that was that was definitely a thing that i did a lot <laughs> yeah typical <laughs> and so um bag do you remember what you were saying about the uh, the one girl and your um your ex-boyfriend and the girl that's oh yeah 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 so um so yeah they basically they screamed at me in a train station and by that point i used to get followed around school every day they called me oh the school called me a liar they thought i was making it all up until they caught them and then i moved schools and yeah the bullying kind of stopped after that um <laughs> had one, one fallout with someone who ironically we're really close now, but yeah, she kind of, bless her, pushed me, pushed me over. Yeah. <laughs> but that was about it, really. That, that's crazy. Recording um, you in a train station and screaming at you, not even fighting you, just like... <laughs> yeah, it's, pub it's publicly humiliating. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, and th I think that's why, I guess, up to now, I mean, I did suffer with quite bad anxiety. So, like... Like for example, the other day I went shopping. We have um we have a shop over here called Tesco's, and I've got one at the end of my road. And I did I did my food shopping with the self checkout, and the security guard decided to start shouting at me and accusing me of shoplifting, wow. even though I just paid for it. Um, he's he, uh, I wrote a complaint. He's he's not come back since, so I think I made him lose his job. <laughs> Oopsies. There's, there's people like uh, like. At least when I worked, um, and I'm not gonna say um, what they call that customer service. Uh, yeah. I always, whenever people would steal, and I watched them steal, I'm, bye, have fun, like let the store deal with it, because I'm not. As soon as you step in, it's kind of like they either fire you or you know what I mean. Because say if you were stealing. Yeah. Oh, I, the thing is, he wasn't even that good anyway, because I'd walked into the shop before, oh. he'd faced the other way, and I'd literally seen, like, a crackhead pick a box of stuff up from delivery. <laughs> I walk out, and I was just like, okay, <laughs> I'm not going to tell you, that's your job that you fucked up on, like, that's not mine. They, they was trying to crack down, I think they might have got on his ass, probably. Probably started yeah, well, I took his badge number as well, so I think he got sacked. I'm sorry to the guy, <laughs> but he... But you shouldn't accuse someone oh, of shoplifting who comes in the shop every day. <laughs> yeah, because at that point, um, if you wanted to steal, you would have done it way before. And they would at that point, like even with people that steal from Target, I think at Target they don't even stop you. I think they just let you go in America. I'm pretty sure they keep yeah. like a recording, and like they keep tracking yeah. you every time. And then one day they just come up and stop you before you can even leave. I love Target. <laughs> I love Target too, dude. Yeah, definitely. Shit. I went and brought my my um my ranch in San Francisco the other day because you guys have the best ranch going. Ranch. <laughs> yeah, look, I've got it on my side. Ta-da! Oh shit, lighthouse! I never even heard of that. 
It's really nice. It's in Target. Uh, was it in Target? Yeah, it was in Target. It was really, really nice. That does look good. I have to say, um, yeah, Ranch Smacks. <laughs> I didn't. Oh, it does. I didn't know that. Uh, was it? Like, there's certain brands of food that are better in other places. That's interesting. Is there any, like, other things yeah, that are in, like, the UK specifically that you can't find in America that are good? Or, like, or you can find, it's just not um, as good. I mean, like, we've started to get more, like, the more classic US stuff come over now. So, like, obviously, like, the Twinkies and stuff. But they, they sell it at a ridiculous price. Like, a big topic over here at the moment is um, um, Prime. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the prime drink that you can get in target the one by uh logan paul and ksi let me look it up real quick uh prime it's like prime energy because if i see the thing oh yeah i've seen these before okay so they're like two dollars in target but in the uk they're like um they're meant to be two pound in like asda which is basically the equivalent uh, i think the equivalent of walmart um, but people are selling them for like um, 15, 16 pounds. Um, there's this one shop. Um, if you look on TikTok, there's this video and there's this guy and he's called Wakey Wines. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's so annoying and embarrassing. Um, and he like literally, he's like literally sells it for like a hundred quid. Oh my God. Are you serious? People selling it that like, for that much money. Like, like for like the box because we don't have the cans in the uk yet mm-hmm. he's tried he's like somehow imported it and then selling that box for a hundred pound like it's ridiculous that, uh i, I was... want to ask you that too so uh, gas prices when the, like the gas boom happened like did y'all get any of that too or was it mainly the u.s oh well when all the prices went up yeah yeah like they were like oh yeah we don't got no more gas for the week or whatever i was like we um we had we had like yeah gas like a kind of petrol station crisis where everyone like queued up for like three hours last year to get petrol, yeah. and then now the prices have just gone completely like completely up. Like luckily I don't drive, I don't have to worry about this. So well, you take the, the uh, or something, the bus. Um yeah we have the un- uh, yeah underground. So I live um I live around the corner from one quite literally. Um, and that's how I get to work. It takes me 55 minutes from my front door to get to work, so I don't bad. complain. <laughs> no, it's it's really not. I I don't mind it compared to like if I if I lived back where my parents live. Um, I think um, well, you, a you need a car everywhere because yep. it takes like yeah. otherwise you're walking. And be the buses. Maryland too, like where I'm at, like I have a car. Um, I have to drive everywhere. If I don't drive, I'm not getting nowhere. <laughs> like. Yeah, literally, or it's 30 minutes for a bus, or you're walking it. Luckily, my friends drive now, so, like, they come and grab me, or my lovely mum will come and pick me up at whatever time I need to. (laughs) But there's no point driving up here, because it's the traffic's, like... Just, like, picture the traffic in New York, I guess. It's kind of very similar here in London, especially if you're in Central. I could imagine. That that, that has to be rough, too, um, like, needing a... uh... Not necessarily needing a ride, but um, if you you don't drive in a big uh like a big area, like for example where I live or where your mom and dad used to live, that's got to be rough. Yeah. Uh, cause like you said, in the city, you could just about walk everywhere, take the sub. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's so much easier like, to have a good we... time out there, if that makes sense. Yeah, like um, I mean, ideally where my parents live, it's ideal because it's like 
kind of a five ten minute walk to the town centre and the train station, and then like. Yeah, like close by, but if I wanted to go go to like a superstore, for example, like I'd have to take the car, like or minutes. take a car. Yeah, literally, or walk it, or I used to skateboard it, but kind I of. I wanted to talk about uh, do one thing. So I didn't know. It's not that I didn't know. I just you don't think about the kind of stuff, but I forgot about the time change from um, where we live, or where I live, Maryland, into yeah. London. And so I wasn't thinking about it, uh, the New Year's. And then I seen your story. It was like five hours ahead of New Year's. And I see Happy New Year's. And you're like celebrating, clapping hands. Like, yeah. And I'm like, how? And then I was like, oh, they're celebrating like five hours ahead. I was, yeah, I know. It's, but it's like, take my my friend at the moment. He's in Australia. Oh, shit. So like when, it, when like he hit New Year's. It was like what, like kind of midday, early morning, like right. um, over here. So it's like even even now, because like we're kind of like messaging each other. It's just like as I'm getting up, he's kind Going of bed. like settling down to bed, and then when <laughs> uh, when I'm settling down, he's just getting up. Yep. So like the messages has been so brief lately, because like we're just back, like kind of back. It's like oh morning, oh I'm going to bed. <laughs> oh, Hi, like that's kind good of good morning, good night. Yeah, literally. Oh my god. And that's just been kind of our conversations for the last three months. It's been like, oh, what have you been up to today? And because um, he likes to call me like the queen of sleep because I'm always asleep. Um, and like literally, literally the, the first thing I'll text is, oh, sorry, I've been sleeping like all the sorry, time. I, I, I've been sleeping this whole time. I just slept 14 hours. <laughs> He's like, damn. Story of my life, honestly. It's like, I think I went to bed at like kind of, I don't know, kind of half 11 last night. And I legit, I legit woke up at one o'clock this afternoon. <laughs> but that's a, but that's jet lag. That's jet lag for you. <laughs> what can you say? Literally, <laughs> literally my flight attendant life. Um, okay. So we talked about a little bit of the differences in America. Um, what attracted you? Sorry, I have like some notes over to the side. You can't see them, but I. Can't. No, it's all right. Go ahead. Um, Go ahead. Take your time. <laughs> in terms of um, being a flight attendant. Yeah. Why am I getting a call? Sorry. We'll cut this out. It's okay. Kramer, welcome to the podcast. Hold up. I'll answer it. <laughs> Kramer, give me one second, dog. You're on the podcast. It's the first video podcast. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Tune in. Uh, let's... <laughs> hi. She said hi. <laughs> hi from the UK. I'll call you back in a second. <laughs> Sorry about that. Terrible radio, by the way. Um, I was going to ask, what about uh, attending flights like attracts you to it? Like, what was the first thing where you were like, "I know I want to do this"? Well, you know what? It kind of just came along, like, because when COVID hit and I finished uni, all my theatre work dried up, so I had no job. Right. Well, I, I did. I did have a job. I worked in this. If you look in the UK, there's this uh, pub branch or a bar branch called Weatherspoons. And I used to work in that kitchen for like three years, okay. and it was awful. Um, life I can say that now. I, yeah, like I can say that now because I've left there. Um, and my my brother works for the same company, mm-hmm. and he just messaged me one day, and he was like, "Look, we're hiring. Like, just go for it." And I saw how much fun he had when he was crew, so I just 
I just thought, you know what, like, now's my opportunity. And because I'm in my 20s, like, I thought this is like the perfect time to go travel and see the world and why not do it as my job i get to do it for free and stay in some really cool places yeah, so it just happened to like just end up working out that way is basically what you're saying yeah kind of it, it was a bit of a long process so basically i had to apply first and then after that you had like um like a video interview <laughs> and an online assessment okay I tell you what, sorry, not to change the subject. Ironically, my Australian friend has just messaged me now saying morning. <laughs> hey, there he is. Just there we go. Shout out. There he is. Shout out to Callum. <laughs> Bless him. Um, 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 but he, um, um, yeah, so I had that. And then I had an online assessment and a video interview. So I had to do like a kind of like a test. And then you had some questions and it a bit like this, like you had to video record it back. And then after that, I had an assessment day, so I had to go down to the headquarters that we're based at. Mm-hmm. And we basically had like a team day where we got to know each other. Um, I had to tell, I had to like tell a fun fact about myself. And then I had to remember someone else's fun fact. So my one was um, my, uh, my godfather was a bodyguard for Brad Pitt. And I'd been to his house in London. Yo, <laughs> Did you meet him? Fun facts. <laughs> No, he was he was away somewhere, but um, it was it's like funny to be in Brad Pitt's house fight. and then not never meet Brad Pitt. I yeah, I know, I know. I got a little tour and everything, sort like, of swimming why? pool, yeah, swimming all the kids bikes were lined up. Like, yeah, <laughs> I wish I could have gone in the swimming pool, but I never did. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then someone else was like, "Oh, they came third in a ballroom thing." Um, and then after that, we had to pick. Um, it was like, oh, pick two celebrities to go on the flights and why. So I think I picked Louis Theroux. I don't know if you've heard of Louis Theroux. Louis Theroux. Yeah, he's like an, he's a documentary guy in the UK. Uh. He's um, I don't know if you know the what, what's the meme that was like last year where it's like my money do do oh, jiggle him? it falls. Yeah, yeah, yeah him. <laughs> you met him, or you were in his. I haven't met him, but like I had to use him as an example because oh. I was like, well, he's very good with people. And so I wish I'd met him. Um, I've met two people, uh, two celebrities that have been on my flights. Mm-hmm. Um, I had um, Courtney Cox, mm-hmm. um, Monica, or Monica from Friends. And I also had Her Royal Highness Princess Beatrice on the plane as well. Just for- like at the time we were questioning why, and then about a couple of days later, the queen passed away. So I think we know why. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. So how was um, that? Like, was that a so, huge yeah. thing for you guys over in the UK? I'm not to say that like it's um. How do I say not? Like not a huge thing like, for you guys per se, like just you. But how was it for like I guess the not morale of the place, but was there like uh like funerals and processions going on in the city like how was that oh yeah there was a massive ceremony um like um i mean i ironically i was on my way to a flight that when they announced it and like kind of the whole tube was really silent um obviously like she's been obviously reigning for like many 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 years so you know people are yeah um and like if you went down to um central london for example um, there was um, like all these flowers, and I popped down there with my friend because she went. She was like, she's obsessed with the royal family. Um, 
just flowers everywhere. Um, and then, yeah, it was like there was a massive procession. Um, but I wasn't, where was I? I, got, I don't even know where I was. I don't know whether I was at home. I understand. Or I was at, yeah, or at my parents. I was somewhere, most, clearly. I would say, like, do most citizens, like, not care about it, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, like if a governor dies in Maryland, I'm like, that's crazy. Uh, I think in terms of the royal family, it's, like, the patriarchy. But I, I like, I don't know. I don't think it, personally for me, I don't think it's as big as a thing as it used to be. Like, I don't know why. I think so. Like, I, I just, yeah, I, I, like, I'm not 100% sure. Like, I think now it's more of a tourist thing than a, actual people, you know, UK. Out. Yeah, especially like when you look at, you know, all the, it's more like, you know, headlines now when you see like the, the Harry and Meghan situation and stuff all that jazz. Yeah, like, I'm just, I'm just over I'm it. <laughs> I watched Most the people from the UK are like, we don't even care anymore about this dude. Like, I mean, our tabloids absolutely ripped them apart. Like, it it was horrible. Like, it like I do feel sorry for for Meghan Markle because they literally tore her apart. Yeah, and, like, and there was no there was no need to. Well, I think people, the reason people say that they tore her apart is because she's like, uh, is she is she mixed? I thought she was biracial. Yeah, she says she's biracial, I believe, yeah. Um, yeah, in terms of her, like, that's the reason they, they, they do that. It's because they target her because she's black, let's just be honest. But at the same time, they make it, like, a bigger deal than what it has to be, like, the media itself. You know what I mean? Yeah, the, I think just every little thing they were trying to, like, pick out. And it's just, like, the thing is, like, we don't, I, I mean, I, as a young I was gonna say, as a young person, I don't, I don't need to, um, I don't really need to hear, hear it. I'd rather hear stuff a bit more relevant. But then again, mm. over here, it's all, it's all like, uh, like I, I just like to say it's a load of bollocks. Like every, everything. Like I, I don't even watch the news anymore because everything in the UK, every time you watch it, it's just depressing. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> Literally. A, that's a good point that you just made, and I wanted to like piggyback off that because. In America, it's the same exact way. And I think that a lot of Americans think that over in the UK, it's not like that. That there isn't that, um, I'm not going to say anarchy or anything like that, but like um, that jump at you media culture that like, oh, every, the world's burning, disaster, you know what I mean? In terms of that, like, do would you say that it's about the same as like, not America, but kind of? I mean, in some ways, I, I think America have a different way of presenting news. I mean, obviously, I've seen American TV where, like, in the morning, I'm like, news channel, news channel, news channel, news channel. Um, um, but I do find, like, you know, at least you guys have a bit more localised rather than, you know, with us, it's all about the government and petty arguments with the, within the government. Like, we have literally a cost of living crisis over here. You know, people are struggling to feed themselves. Oh, yeah, there's, like, like... Yeah, it's a massive cost of living crisis Same over here. Over so here. like, I remember you, you know, there's a... about that. I think. Hold up, give me one second. Let's fix this beanie. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, it's alright. I know that there was a there's the same thing over here. The groceries boom, you know, gas at one yeah. boomed. It's kind of down back to normal, somewhat normal now. Um, but just the cost of living, like you said, over here as well. 
But I do agree with you. There is a lot of petty arguments over in the U.S. Like race, people doing like blackface in a school, and like just a bunch of it's just a school. It's so small an increment to what you're saying to what people in China or North Korea. I mean, we we have like over here, it's just like constant strikes at the moment. So like train strikes, postal strikes, teacher strikes. you know, just constant strikes because these people aren't getting, oh, nurses striking, you know, like people's constantly striking because they feel like, I, I, like I'm i not denying it, they do need a pay rise, but then, you know, the government will prioritise them not getting the 2% pay rise, which is like another three, four grand to their salary, not like they're not getting paid enough as it is, like a bit like, a bit like over there, like over your way, you had the Republicans and the Democrat, we had the conservatives or we call them the tories and we have labor and the tories basically i guess a lot of people see their concept as it's kind of all for the rich and none for the poor kind of thing so they're not really supporting like a lot of cutting like cutting to funds and stuff and you should have it if you worked harder is that so it's that type of like attitude like if you worked harder maybe we'd be here yeah kind of um, kind of like a Republican you know, it's not, you know, style. I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's like, for example, like I, I remember at one point they were discussing uh, scrapping free school meals for children that um, are str- like, you know, their parents are struggling for money. So, like, obviously we have like benefits over here in the UK so they can give you you can get given like kind of it's hard to explain, but you can get given like money from the government to help oh, support so you. Like Social Security. Um, how it is in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have benefits over here or universal credit, but then it's not enough. You know, people are sometimes choosing between topping up their gas to have hot water or choosing to eat. Uh, that's crazy. Dude. And some of these people have like a normal, not actual normal jobs, but they're having to pick between how, how the, the two. Which is crazy. Really good, like health, um, like health insurance and shit like that. Every like medicine's affordable. We have. Um, we have so compared to America, we have a free healthcare service called the NHS, but it is again, it's underfunded and it's currently kind of in crisis. Like everything in the world. So like, I feel like it's everywhere. Yeah. So if I if I broke if I if I broke I don't know my wrist for example, I could probably be in A and E for uh, accident and emergency for about twelve fourteen hours at the moment. That's how it is here too. Like you, if you go to the emergency room, just know that you're sitting in the emergency room for about like eight hours, nine hours. Literally, like the time, the time the issue is solved, you might as well. Or time you feel like something's done. Like for example, when I was, this is an embarrassing, embarrassing story that will make you laugh. When I was about six years old, I stuffed a tic tac up my nose. A tic tac. And it got stuck. Oh my god. Yeah, and it got stuck. Did you like inhale it? Um, yeah, like, no, I, like, literally stuck it out my nose, because I, like, I, I thought I was cool, like, my brother, and would be able to, like, you know, sniff it out again, because he was gross like that, and I was a bit gross, um, little, and it got uh, stuck in my nose. You were, and... you were just, you're a kid, bro, kids are gross. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I ended up in A, and obviously I had to go to the accident and emergency, and by the time I saw the doctor, the thing had dissolved in my nose, and I'd eaten it. Oh, what? Did you feel it, like, dripping down the back? 
I could, I could feel it was an orange flavor one. I could feel the those flavor go down my, down my brain. Those are the best ones. I'm sorry. Yeah. I keep hitting this mic. This mic is. No, it's okay. I, I mean, at least you got a mic. I don't. I was gonna stick my headphones in, but they're dead. So, <laughs> I'm very organized today. You're good. We, people can hear you, and um, I'll try editing the audio a little bit. Cool, cool. Um, we got some more shit to talk about. I have to write all this stuff down if anyone wants to see my terrible handwriting. Um, okay. So what are some reasons that people should come to London, should visit? I mean, obviously, if you've never been to London, you, you have to do, you have to do all the basic tourist stuff. To you have to see... Like, I'm still, like, I see other people and I'm like... like you have... Yeah. Sucks. And then obviously you have to fly my airline to get there, just saying. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, you have to do obviously the main patriarchy, like patriarchy stuff. So obviously you see Buckingham Palace, you know, go on the London buses or taxi. Um, yeah, you have to do that whole shebang. But once you've done it once, then you've got to kind of start getting to know places. So like my favorite place to go to with my friend is Camden Market. I absolutely love Camden. It's like it's got like loads of little food markets, um, some really cool like um, you know, um, there's this place called Cyberdog my friend worked for, and it's like a rave company. And it's just a really it's a really awesome place. I I did some modeling for them a while ago. Like a, like, um, a, like a promoter type place, like like here in Maryland we have like Ramshead Live or Merryweather Post Pavilion. These are the, like these big venues that like host concerts, festivals, whatever. I would. It's literally a clothes shop. Like it's literally a clothes shop. But they do have like DJs and oh, stuff on there on the weekend. Cool. But it's like well, but it's like throughout the day kind of thing. Um, and sometimes they have like dances on the top and stuff. Um, and it's kind of like three. I'd say three levels of it. So the top level when you go in, it's kind of like all the masks and like the headgear and stuff that you'd wear for a rave. Then you go down the floor, that's where the DJ is, and you have all, like, the, um, like, fluorescent trousers and stuff and all the rave clothing. And then, and then you go down another floor, and that's for over-18s. And I won't digest any more what's oh, down there. it's, like, brothel type thing? <laughs> um, no, it's, like, uh, toys and BDSM oh, and stuff. That is, and you can buy. Yeah. Is it, so is it a shop for that, or is it like that's what's going on? Yeah, it's a shop, so you can like you can like buy you can you can buy a, a dildo. Uh, I was gonna say, so it's kind of like um like uh in America we have Spencer's. like like a Victoria like a Victoria Secret, but a bit more dirty. Like Spencer's almost. <laughs> Spencer's. Yeah. <laughs> or Ann Summers, if you've heard of Ann Summers. <laughs> people that are watching from maryland that are going to see this harford mall everybody knows you know you walk into the spencers you're just chilling checking shit i was like oh these t-shirts are cool and then i look at the back of the store and i'm just cruising thinking that there's not going to be any dildos is that like the kind of shop that has like the anime like stuff anime. in it and then like you go i want to say i want to say there was something similar in florida mall it's probably that 
Yeah, because I went in there and then I, I did buy something from that section. <laughs> but it was like, no, it was a card game. It was funny. It wasn't anything that dirty. <laughs> but like... Usually when you go into Spencer's, like at least when I was, I think I was like 12 at the time. I went into Spencer's and was like, just look at the t-shirts to buy a t-shirt. And I walked all the way to the back and I see like handcuffs. And I'm like, you know, maybe this is the toy section. <laughs> maybe, you know, maybe this is like some fake, fake handcuffs for, you know, friendly toys, not sexual toys. And I look all the way in the back and I friendly see like toys. <laughs> a dildo about this big, yay big. And I'm like, had to run out that store, bro. I was like 12 years old. I'm good. No, no like, thank yeah, you. Like I'm gonna go to Hot Topic or something, like, or Albert Crombie. And <laughs> yeah. Go somewhere else that doesn't have that secret little section. Um, and where where else would I say Shoreditch as well? Um, if you like vintage clothing, um, that's a good place. We there there is also the a beer pong bar and a. Sorry, I nearly I nearly burped. Yeah. Apologies. Um. And a, a ball pit. So, like, there's a bar and it's a ball pit. So, that's a... Is a lot of these, like, mom and pa shops almost? Like... Pardon? Mom and pa shops is what we call, like, family-owned stores. And, like, they've been... Like, stores that have been passed down. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, so, yeah, they're, like, local businesses okay, yeah, and stuff. So that's really, like, yeah, yeah. Sorry, that's, that's what we call it. And we mom and pa shops. No, 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 I'm sorry. There's, there's me going... American British slang. What are some slang words, bro? That's a good topic. What are some slang words, and what are some words in Britain that will get you into a fight? But it's like British slang. I wouldn't say like fight, but obviously, like when I lived in London, like my like my accent completely changed. So like, um, I say I say a lot of things. Um, I'm trying to think of an example. One that my friends take the piss out of from back home um, is when I'm like, oh, like, um, that's peak still. So when I say still, they don't understand it. Like, um, they laugh at it. And it's kind of, uh, it's kind of like an expression of like, to be fair, oh. like still, to be honest, like, oh, that's good still. <laughs> like, <laughs> or um, <laughs> still. <laughs> Um, and then you got peak. Peak is kind of, peak can be good or bad. So again, that that's a bit peak with a bit bit of the downward head motion. <laughs> that's like that's a bit so, sad. So peak can be like um, peak is like X in the algebra. Yeah, I guess so. But I I use peak in more of a negative way. So I'm like, oh, oh that's so peak. Like, oh that's kind of like, oh that's so shit. Like, yeah, that's so shit that's kind of thing. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think what else. I say raw a lot, so I'm like, oh, raw. Um, <laughs> but just kind of like, it's kind of like, I don't know, surprised or shocked. I don't know. So it's like, oh, raw. R R I don't know how to. Raw. R A H. Oh, raw. Okay. Oh, raw. That's a lot of slang. I was going to say, we have. I know in Maryland, like in Baltimore City especially, the, like the one slang is like people instead of saying like little people for like on Instagram and Facebook, they started calling themselves like lore. So it's not li lil or little, it becomes lore. And I, I don't do it, but there's a lot of people that do in Baltimore City. 
or people that's so random I, I mean i still call my friends this sometimes just like ironically almost but in the city too people will call each other like dummy or like stupid sup dummy I've been, this it's is so weird. random um i mean we have what london if it's like your friend it's like i don't say this but if it's your friend it's like your you bedroom No. We say something like if like we're walking to the store or something and it's like far away and you have to walk or you have to drive far. Oh, oh, yeah, no, I've heard of it. Oh, it's a bop. <laughs> it's a bop. Yeah. Or, uh, if it's cold outside, it's brick. I mean, that's like some like New York, Maryland shit, but. Oh, okay, yeah. We have. Oh, what do we have? Oh, we have bear. So bear means yeah. loads of. So it's like, if it's a bit like, oh, that's a bop. You, you could say, oh, that's bad fall. Y'all have so much slang, dude. Have, <laughs> like, words for everything. I'm gonna have to, like, do, like, study. We also got, uh, what's on that OUC? Oh, that's jank. Um, that's oh, disgusting. Okay. I was jank. I meant, like, you were gonna mean, like, just, like, off-kilter, like, off, like, weird. Like, it's just like, oh, that's jank. Like, that's disgusting. Really <laughs> that's a good one. Because it's almost like junk. That's jank, bro. Yeah. Trash. That's jank. Oh, yeah. Look, you see, you see it as well. <laughs> my, my, my buddy's ready to show me, like, um, something. He's ready to paint something. And he's ready to be like, yo, Jordan, look at this. Look, if I can start this trend in Maryland, I then I'm like proud of myself. Starting British slang in Maryland. Be like, yo, that shit jank as fuck, boy. Really start flaming. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of other words as well. Oh, um. Oh no, I can't think of anything other than wag one, which is like, um, what are you say? Oh, what are you saying? What's up? What, oh, what, what are you saying? saying? That's good too. Yeah. What are you saying? What are you saying? Or, uh, as, as they have in the UK, they have roads, man. But I obviously don't do this. It's like, wag one, my G, wag what are you one. saying? <laughs> wag one, my G, what are you saying? That is, like, that's interesting, too. I've never heard of that. That's, yeah, that sounds like some, like, a uh, drill. Because I remember we were talking about that, too, once. Uh, when we were, I think we were texting about it. Like, the drill rap over there was, like, the under... What, what do you... What oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot the... Uh, oh, drill, um, yeah. grime. Yeah, I was yeah, yeah, about, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we have like, part, I was like a documentary motherfucker. I was like, oh yeah, so they call that grime over there. People are like, how do you know this? I'm like, I just yeah, <laughs> yeah, grime, grime's still a thing. Yeah, grime's still like a big thing awesome. over here. I mean, no, surprisingly not. No, I haven't. Let me, let me look it up real quick. Where my phone is. I want to look this up because I, Pete and Boz is like. UK drill rap. Yeah. Oh, Pete and Baz. Oh, yeah. yeah, the old guys. Yes, I know exactly. Sorry, it's again. Sorry, American, UK. No, I know Pete and Baz. They're, they're bloody hilarious. It cracks me up. Their bars crack mean, me up. Baz, is good. I like Baz. Yeah, it's such a surprise, isn't it? You're like these two old yeah. geezers. They're, they're definitely geezers. And they're just like, yeah. Typical, like, they remind me of, like, typical Londoners, like, old-school Londoners. Gangsters. gangsters. Yeah. yeah. I forget the lyrics, but, bro, 
love me some peanut bars. Me and my um shout out my my uh, buddy Phil, my buddy Phil, and we listened to that. We used to listen to that show all the time and just laugh our ass off. Be in class laughing our ass off. I can't remember. I can't remember which one it is, but it's like oh. It's one of the first ones they released that like cracks me up completely. I can't. It's gonna bug me because I can't think of the song. Uh, but like, yeah, it was one of the first ones that came out, and I, I remember the music video. And I'm pretty sure like there was a pool table yeah. in it. But yeah, like yeah, it's I know exactly yeah, you know exactly which one I'm talking about. Dude, <laughs> so crazy. That is so crazy. And Pete. And then we yeah we have. We have, um, who else? Like, you have um, this guy, he's from Brighton, which is, like, down where I, like, near where I, like, my parents live. And he's called RD. Um, that is, like, it's, like, what's the, what's the lyric he says? He's, like, have you seen the state of her body? If I be, I ain't wearing a Johnny. Adiola with the roll with the geese. <laughs> that was a song that popped in my head. I was, like, it's not that. It's not that. <laughs> yeah, it's not that. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't listen to like I don't listen to I'm I'm more like a nineties R and B kid, so like well I listen to a lot of different music, but yeah. Because I I remember how I I know that I know you is we talked uh you slid up on my Snapchat story once and it was I think Action Bronson, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's how I I had you on my Snapchat. I don't even know how you got on my Snapchat, Deadass. I don't even know because I've had this snap for years. Like I don't. How do I have someone in the UK? I mean, I don't know. I remember like the only way I can think, and I know it sounds a bit weird, but like I remember going on like a meagle with my friends a lot as a kid, like as a teenager, and that's like. I used to. Yeah, it could be that. I don't know what. Like twelve, thirteen, and that's when I like first got Snapchat. So maybe I just had. Same here. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Who knows? But at least, look, at least we're like, I don't know, pen, pa- pen pals now, I guess. And they're like, who is your pen pal? I'm like, this is the pen pal. <laughs> the, pen, the pen pal who goes to America, like, That's most weeks. Like, how has it been, like, traveling to America all the time? Like, did you ever, I know, I think you said you traveled to America once before. Um, yeah, so I, ironically, so I'd never been to America until I was 18. Um, so I went to Flor- Orlando for like my 18th birthday, because at the time my brother was, well, he still is, but he had the tickets, discount tickets to fly. So I went out there and I did all of, uni- I didn't do Disney, because Universal is better than Disney. I've never been to Florida. No one can argue with me. I love Harry Potter. It's it's like it was sick, um, and it was a really good time. And then, yeah, lit- literally, I hadn't been back since. And um, when I obviously apply for this job, I have to get um, I have to have a US visa. Um, so obviously, like we constantly fly fly over. So like I said, I was in San Francisco the other day, but it's like next month I'm literally doing like Washington, Seattle, um, and then in New York as well. And I could go to. I might. I might be swapping onto an LA flight as well because I love LA. It's nice. Well, where we stay is nice. I wouldn't say particular areas aren't very nice. Same with San Fran. Um, definitely a lot of. Only the only place I've been. I've been in Maryland, Delaware, PA, New York, New Jersey, Virginia, West Virginia, 
I think that's it. Oh wow! Um, so like when so what I got told in San Fran with where we stay was my my friend said to me the other day he literally turned around he was like unless you don't want to get mugged and raped or murdered he was like don't turn left <laughs> and I was like okay oh, okay San Francisco okay uh, San Francisco yeah um but yeah I know which is crazy it is crazy uh, considering um, but it was like even when I went outside and I sm- like I smoked a cigarette. Um, it was like some guy came up to me and I, like literally he was like he was like can I have a cigarette I was like no and he was like but you're smoking he was like but you're smoking he was like but you have a cigarette but you're uh, like you're smoking a cigarette but you don't have a cigarette I did I just weren't giving anyone anything you get a lot of people that just come up to you and just start like um, I, we do have like like a, 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 we've had crackhead problems okay, we yeah we've crackheads okay. Um, I literally had it the other, other day. I was like waiting for the bus, and this guy was like, "Oh, can I?" Um, we say to you, so share your cigarette with me. Um, obviously, I'm not gonna share it with him. I'll give him the rest of it. Like, but like, he, yeah, he was like, "Oh, I'm gagging for a cigarette." Yeah, so I literally just gave it to him and walk, walked so off. Um, and then I've had it. Before. Yeah, just so he could stop. Yeah, literally. Um, I don't normally do that, but no, he was like, literally stood right next to me, so I was like, okay. Comes up to you and is like polite and is like, hey, they they look nice, a little bit dressed up, you know what I mean? This guy's probably coming over to you covered in mud. Oh, I don't mind. I tend to not mind. Yeah, no, <laughs> like you ain't getting nothing out of me. It's just, I've, I've literally got up at four o'clock in the morning to get a taxi to my job, and I've run into the shop to get a bottle of water, and I've come out. And they're literally, like, literally, they're like, excuse me. So I literally turn around, I'm like, I don't have any money. And I run off. <laughs> yeah, literally. And I've had it before. Like, there was this regular girl. Um, and ironically, like, so my my ex-boyfriend's friend is is, is a dealer. Um, and literally, I remember at one point, I think we tur- I think I turned around to her. I was like, we know where you get it from. Yep. And she just walked away. <laughs> She's like, have you got 50p? I need to get a taxi. I'm like, no, you don't. You want it for crack. <laughs> you feel sorry for them, but it's just like, you feel bad like them, the thing is, in reality, it's like, I can't, I can't be giving you money all the time. If you, if you had it like that, maybe. Oh no. The thing is, if you're genuinely homeless over here, yeah, like you won't ask for the money. You'll ask for food, and that's when I would go and get something for somebody. But when you're literally asking me for like a pound or two, I know I know what you're gonna go and do with it. That's just to go and get your your little shot, and then you're gonna be off your tits around the streets later. <laughs> Working or something, you know what I mean? Like people that are really homeless would be like Sorry. work, you know what I mean? For the most part, or like I yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Well, the- out in any way, do you need help doing anything? Like, can I, can I at least work for the money? You know what I mean? A lot. Of, I feel like if I was homeless, I'd be like willing to do anything to at least get out of that yeah i think i think the thing is over here it is quite i mean you have the, like the job center over here so like they they will kind of put you in the steps to try and get get yourself a job or something um but it is kind of quite hard to get a job over here like without having like a cv or something um or like a, a resume as you guys like to call it um or like something like that like and you need to have like bank statements like you need to have your passport or some form of id 
to like to prove that you're eligible to work kind of thing so I guess I guess that makes it quite difficult if you don't have that in your possession but then again that's what the job center is for they can give you the money in order to support like give yourself get yourself these items uh, that aspect of it that system oh absolutely absolutely like I mean I can talk about this because obviously like this isn't like I mean, I'm not necessarily in the UK would see this, but like living with my ex and his his dad was like a prime example. As sometimes I see it as abusing the system because like he would obviously they live in the council house, which is which is fine, but then it's like literally like he's not going out his way to try and get himself a job. He'll only do like a cash and hand job, and it's like there's always like like a lie or something. People are so universal. You know what I mean? Like, as much as we have our differences, a lot of the times we have, like, the same true natures in us. And we have, like, a lot of just character archetypes. Yeah. And that's so crazy because, like, I relate to that 100%. Like, there's people in my my life, my family, you know, people you know, I'm sure, like yourself, that go out and do the same exact thing. Yeah. What, we're both over the pond. So it's, like, the overlay... It's, it's frustrating because I had to like live through that and it was like at the time I was barely I had a job but obviously during Covid I had barely any money coming in but then I'd then be asked to pay for the food shopping the gas the um you know the the uh, weed use alcohol because he was a very severe alcoholic so like I had to deal with all of that and I was the one that had had the job yeah literally I was like the piggy bank and it was like the minute these people would get paid within about a week bearing in mind the money had to last them a month and I get it it's not it's not a hell of a lot of money but that money would be gone in a week and it'd just be spent it, it was just the same repetitive yeah. cycle every month so it's, it's, it's a yeah too because you watch you watch people kind of, like, dissolve as humans, you know what I mean? And, like, I can never... Oh, yeah, absolutely. Hello, like, I'm just a very, like, prideful person. I can never ask a lot of people for, like, money, especially if it's on, like, alcohol or any type of drug use. I would never be able to ask someone to be like, hey, can I borrow money for that, like... Yeah. Like, I'm stubborn enough as it is to you know, ask my parents for money when I'm struggling. Like, I'm very grateful that they, they both work so they can support me when I need it, but they know I won't ask unless I'm desperate. Look, they also... Oh, hello. Um, they also know... Sorry, I had, like, a little bit of a... Uh, um, they also know yep. that I will try and pay it back. They, they'll say they don't want it back, Same but I will still try and pay it back. Um, it's just who I am. I feel guilty. It's just... I never ask people, I will never ask my friends for money, but ironically, if my friends need money, I will lend them the money. Like, it's just who I am, I think. I'm just, yeah. Not a lot of people can do that. Not a lot of people can take care of, I'm the same as you. <laughs> I had a little session. Real yeah, literally. Um, no, but I'm the same way as you. Like, I like to give as well and, like, pay for people's stuff. And, like, no, I got you this time. And, you know, a lot of people do abuse it, though. And it, it does suck for people yeah. like, you know, myself, people like you. You know, people that are in my family that are very giving and very respectful people. You know, you, you still have respect for them. 
Oh, I've definitely been taken advantage of. Like, I would say definitely last year, obviously, A, with my ex-partner, and B, like, I had a friend, and literally, I lent him probably about £250, and then all of a sudden, they stopped talking to me. They, like... And, like, I literally... I sent them a massive message, and I was like, you've absolutely violated me. And, you know, especially when I... You know, I remember transferring this person £25 to actually bring me stuff because I was in bed sick and they said they were going to come down and look after me and kind of get me. He wouldn't do what you would do for him. That's right. So you're saying that that's not true? Like, no, I'm saying, so, like, prime example, like, not that I'm not grateful, so... I'll take an example of my ex-partner. He so basically when when it was his birthday, um, I remember he would obviously with childhood stuff he'd always make out. Like obviously he never got anything, so I'd go out my way, like probably sp- spend quite a bit of money. Not that that matters to me as long as it like the things that I get make him happy. Like it, it's not necessarily materialistic as well. Rather than I'm not expecting anything on my birthday but a card. But it's kind of a bit embarrassing when you have to give your partner yep. a card to give to you, to write and give to you. Yeah, so literally, like I just found it, yeah. And that's that's when I realised this person isn't like, isn't for me. It's, it's like no, it's nothing for me to get you that. So the fact that it's a lot for you to get that for me is literally you really know you gotta step, gotta get out of there. Literally, like I'm a very fifty-fifty person. Like, like for example, if you took me out for dinner, I'm going to pay for the next yeah. dinner. Or like, for example, like if it's like you take me out for dinner and then like you want to go bowling or something, it's just like I'll pay for the bowling. Like that's the kind of person I am. Like I can't. Yeah, like I can't. I can't sit. I'm. I think I'm just a bit stubborn. I can't sit there and let someone pay for everything. I have to. I have to like. I have to pay some sort of contribution. Otherwise, I just feel either a I'll cry because I like. I feel really blessed to be giving it, or like yeah. I just feel really guilty because I'm like, you know, it's well, like it's it's me, isn't it? Like it's not. <laughs> you ever have those friends where you'll pay for something, right? You'll pay for that one thing. You'd be like, okay, cool, pay for that one thing, and then they'll come back around later and be like. Uh, like, how do I say, like, you pay for that one thing and you're expecting that get back, you know what I mean? Like how you said earlier. You're like, okay, like, he'll pay for the next one. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, bro, you got money? And you're like... Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> I thought you were... And then you pay for that and then you're like, next time, he's definitely ready to get me. Next time happens, same shit. Yeah, I forgot. He's like, oh, that. I forgot my wallet. Really, like, start checking their pockets. That's when you know, like, you gotta get out of there. You're like, I have the wrong friends. It's like, my friend, they'll just do it behind my back. So, like, I know it sounds really silly, but we ordered Uber Eats the other day. And, like, literally, I was just like, send me how much money I owe you, um, and I'll send it. And then, like, we're eating our food. I was like, can you give me your card details, please? And then she just starts smiling at me because she knows that I don't owe her anything. And I literally turned around and I was like, I was like, you're a bitch, but I love you. <laughs> That happens all the time. I'm the same exact way as that. Like, when people are like, you know, I'll order the food, 
so everybody cash at me, I'm the first person to cash at from all the money. You know what I mean? Because I, I don't feel like I ever want to owe anything. Yeah. Anything. And, um, but I know other people, they be, oh, I'm the- they be like trying to like hide in the bathroom and like trying to like hide under a table or something. You know what I mean? Try to get out of there. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, if you have no money, then uh, sorry, son. <laughs> Yeah, I'll literally say it. I've got a few. Do you want to talk about, let's talk about the Eric Andre, Emily Radzikowski. Yeah. So obviously, I know that, I know she's got a new man and then she posted a rather exotic photo on her Instagram and I read a news article on it. And yeah, that's, that's all I briefly know. But yeah, she's, she was looking very beautiful. Well, I say beautiful. Like, I don't know. I could. I don't think I could ever post something like that. Yeah, like, personally. Is that a good term for that? Revealing? Yeah, like, a bit too revealing, I'd say. Not that I'm... I'm all about, like, loving your body and everything. Like, like, I, like, I literally have all the... Rest of she, I mean, she's a twig. Like, not, not that I'm cussing her. She's a twig anyway. She's tiny. But, like... Like yeah, I, I just like no <laughs> I just couldn't do that. I just couldn't do that. Like I mean I have I have fo- like I have photos that I've done, like worked on projects right. where I've had to be a bit more revealing, but I've never got I would n- I've oh never God. ever like posted them online and I never will. Oh no, like when I like for example when I modeled for Cyberdog, like completely honest with you, it was underwear modeling, but you can't see my face. And, like, the only way you can identify me is by my tattoo. Like, if I like if I showed it, like, that's the only way you're going to know it's me. And that, that's if I've told you, you know, exactly what I look like. I don't yeah, think it's even on the website anymore. And what you're talking about is vastly different than what is going on there. You know what I mean? Like, what's going on with her? She's posting Yeah, and I just like... Eric Andre. I mean, Eric Andre's been known to do that. Eric Andre's kind of like the guy for that. Uh, it's like leaking your nudes really isn't it like i just i think that's the thing that baffles me with like sometimes influencers and celebrities is that they just reveal themselves too much and i'm like sometimes like i do question like don't you just want that little bit of privacy like don't you want to keep that behind closed doors you know we want privacy we want this we want that but then you're what you're talking about is correct and um that's a good point because a lot of celebrities too like not to say that they're being pedophiles by revealing themselves and showing their body off because at the end of the day it's just a body and i don't think of it that deep yeah but at the same time like there is kids that watch the grammys and then you know stuff like that and you have people and they're in these mm. dresses and all of this other stuff and even guys sometimes and they're revealing clothing like yeah no i was gonna say i i guess i guess people would make that argument of like I, as in what i'm saying as well you know guys can do it you know guys do it but why do we have like more of an issue when it comes to females but like i completely like i'm not i'm not saying like females should cover themselves up like i'm not saying that at all like i completely get that argument as well but i just like i said i think some things male or female should just be kept personal like i would want that in a personal folder as like my own memory rather than telling the whole world that is my memory (laughs) to me like you're revealing your 
yourself on social media. Like, there's plenty of children on social media that can go click on Eric Andre's account right now and go see him basically almost butt-ass naked. But it's the same way if, like, like not to get too graphic, but it's like, you know, you know what, like, preteens are like, they start looking up porn and stuff. All they have to do is go on Instagram and look it up and they'll find it. Like, it is funny. Um, I, I can't dox who it is, but I'll tell you the story. Um, I was over at my buddy's house once, and I yeah. think his, uh, his, like, stepdad caught one of his younger, like, ne- nephews or something, like, on the tablet, and they were all, like, screaming, like, yeah. All on the tablet. And so he took the tablet and it was, they were all on the hub. The infamous hub, bruh. And he was oh. Like, who, who got on the hub? The infamous hub. mad as shit. Who was on the hub? And then he like, <laughs> sent the kids down individually, like, question him, like, did you get on the hub? Was it your idea? And he's like, there's one kid, because I was, like, just sitting with my buddy chilling, and there's this one kid. He was like, he said something like, it wasn't me, it was him that looked it up. <laughs> I was like, damn. These kids, bro. Oh my gosh. See, like, like uh, being open and honest, like, I was actually quite a good kid. I didn't actually Smart, watch yeah. porn until I was 18 <laughs> years old. <laughs> yeah, no, like, not that, not that, I, I just, I was just like, you know what, I'm, I'm at that age right. now. <laughs> Maybe I should look at it. Sure but it's just a load of crap, to be honest with you. <laughs> And so, my first movie that I ever watched as a kid was uh, Freddy vs. Jason. As, like, a baby. Like, or as, like, a very young Oh, okay, baby. yeah, yeah, That was my favorite movie. And my... That has, like, boobs and all the... Like, three, four, five times in the movie. So, I was, like, at such a young yeah. age, I was, like, put into that situation. So, now it's, like, not, not desensitized, but, like, I don't know. I just don't look at it as that big of a deal anymore, if that makes sense. Yeah, I was already saying, like, I, when, when you see... I don't, I don't like... <laughs> I'm like, oh, like, we have a program in the UK. I don't know, know whether you have it in the US, but we literally have a program over here called Naked Attraction. And it's a it's a dating TV show. And it literally... It's, it can be a male or a woman, like, but they're all in these boxes. Look, I would say look it up and see if you can find it, but it is quite graphic. Um, and basically, you have that one person... And then they start off, you've got like six different boxes with naked people in them. And first of all, they start with the feet. And then they just gradually like move up each body part. And they just, like they're kind of kicking them out based on the body part. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, but like literally you're seeing their whole body like naked. And then just as they choose the person, well, they choose the person. Yeah, yeah, you see the face and everything. You oh, so you see all of it, like all of it. Um, yeah, and then and then it gets down to the final two, and that person that's picking the person also goes and gets naked, and then they pick, you know, they pick them, and then they go on a normal date with each other. But it's just like a really bizarre concept. You know what? I want like the empirical data on that. I want someone to like sit down and like show me like. You know, 75% of the people that get on the show get happily married or some shit. Like, you know what I mean? That's probably what I say. Like, it's, it's uh, literally none of them do. Sets people up to, like, smash and go home. No, no one gets married from that <laughs> show. Like, literally, like, you're like, seeing the sign. Isn't that room? You're just like, 
Pardon? <laughs> I wonder how cold it is. Well, like, you kind of look at it sometimes and you're like, it's like by the end of it, when they see, like, for example, the male, when they're seeing, like, the female, like, naked, like, you could, like, low-key oh see God, them getting, so like, a semi and stuff, and you're like, this is just gross. <laughs> yeah, literally, and then after that, is, and then when you're seeing the females in the boxes, you're like, it's like, we, me and my friend were discussing this last night, it was like, rate the ham sandwich or the kebab, like... <laughs> it sounds like it's... Inter- it's it sounds gross, like but I'm just like... I'm this gonna is- have to watch it on the podcast with somebody else one day. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, you might need to, but yeah, uh, I would say viewers discretion advised because you will see the whole shebang. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I definitely would. I definitely would. I don't know. I don't know how you guys would get a hold of it though. Oh yeah, yeah, because it's on a UK streaming. It's not like on Netflix. It's on like. I don't like. I don't know if you've had a BBC, but like it's like it's Channel Four OD, channel which is like a UK streaming. That's like the news. The... We have. What do we have? We have BBC, ITV, and that has ITV one, two, three, four, and five. Um, and then you have uh, Channel Four, Channel Five. Network. So they're like the big network stations and then you have like sky stuff about, uh, <laughs> um i'm ready to not wrap it up but kind of like ask a few like last second questions and talk about the last few second things um so uh-huh. let's talk about this real quick um do i want to talk about it i think i'll save it let's talk about some posh bro yeah posh Posh. Is that is that what you guys like? The What's match? posh? Oh, what Queen? Oh, Queen's me, English. Like... <laughs> Would you like some water? Um, I mean, the thing the thing is, everyone from America thinks we're like, oh, tea, scones, English breakfast. <laughs> it's really not like that at all. Like. Oh, there's so many accents in the UK. It's ridiculous. See, now I'm going posh because you told me to go posh. Like, it's like I've gone posh. But this is how I... I say this. This is how I kind of speak at work. So I have to, you know, speak like this. But then, you know, I'll try to change it up. When I'm at home and I'm with my friends, I tend to speak a bit more like this. So it's a bit more London. Um, Like I said, my accent's changed. But when I go back home, it switches. So it's like, it's a bit... talking to them and they'll say something with country accents the whole time and i'll be with them for like two three days after that two three days people are like why are you speaking country i'm like i don't country yeah <laughs> it's like it's like certain so my friend he's like he's from like somerset and bristol so he like he'll say something he'll say something and then i'll take i'll take the piss out of it so I was just doing an impression of it. So I'm trying to think of something you said the other day. Take the mickey, like, make a joke about it. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I don't know. So where Bristol, it's like Somerset. So they speak like that. So I'm like, oh, I'm from Somerset. <laughs> um, 
and then you've got like um you got like Birmingham um that's like a bit more north you got like it goes more northern like it completely changes like there's probably about six seven different accents from the UK probably more like completely different shit you go up to boston yeah the, from boston that accent you, then you go down to sh- chicago yeah apparently pe- people from chicago swear they have their own accent i don't hear an accent and then you have all the dialect of like broward county and like florida and new Orleans. people if you don't even say new orleans yeah Yeah, so, like, I've definitely heard, heard, like, like New York versus, obviously, like, when I go to California, it's completely different. Like, um, even, yeah, like you said, even Florida, like, it is slightly different, but it's nothing, like, I don't know. I think, I think, like, obviously, there's a different, obviously, a big difference when you go to, like, Austin and Texas versus if you went, like, to Washington. Baltimore, and with, like, a D, like, Baltimore. Yeah. And people from like outside of Baltimore, Baltimore yeah, yeah. Like, never lived in Baltimore, like Baltimore County or the city. They'd be like Baltimore. Baltimore. <laughs> Baltimore. And then you'd be like, something's weird yeah. with this dude. See, I, I, like, I only, honestly, the only reason why I know Baltimore is because of hairspray. But yeah. Baltimore looks anymore. Yeah. Baltimore, like you go down there, like there's the squeegee boys. We have a, so do you know about the squeegee boys issue? Holy shit, let me let me put you onto the squeegee. No, boys. I don't know about the squeegee there's boy issues. A group of like teenagers and like some twenty year olds, and they go and like, do you know like the the windshield things that you get and you like wipe your windows off? They will squeak. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They try doing oh, what? So they just they try and do it and get money. Time don't want it, so they started like smashing people's windows and like threatening people, like taking people's phones and. Oh, yeah. you know what? I've seen videos on that it's online. Like a whole big deal, right? Yeah, now. no, I, yeah, no, I see videos of that. People and they'll be like, they need to stop with the squeegee boys, and other people will be like, nah, like let them rock, like it's not a big deal. But I remember one time I was in the car with my buddy and they. Smack the back windshield of his car because we didn't give him money and we didn't ask for it. They were like, "Don't, please, do not squeegee the windows." And then they squeegeed it and asked for money. We were like, "We don't have money. We don't have cash." We literally physically no, didn't have cash. It's the same way in London. Like, there's like certain things that people do. They're like, for example, like give you a rose or something, and you think it's gonna be for free, but it's not. Like, they'll literally put their hand out afterwards and ask for money. But, like, you can't just give something to someone and not expect them to, like, kind of be like, oh, thanks, and walk away with it. Like, bro, you want a mixtape? And I'm thinking in my head, he's just. Well, it's the same thing. It's the same way with, um, what is it, the characters when they try and just get a selfie and they end up, like, charging you, like, $50. Like, I'm so glad I haven't gone through that. I avoid them at all costs. character people i almost got i get duped in i'm just a friendly person i'm just nice i talk to everybody so like and in new york you realize why people don't talk to yeah because yeah. whenever people want to talk to you it's about some bullshit literally yeah literally no i like where i stay mm-hmm. in new york like it's around the corner from like times square 
So like the first thing I see in the morning is the methods walking down the road, <laughs> had them like tearing newspapers apart. And it, yeah, I know it was a bit, no, that was the last time I went there. And then, yeah, it's like, it's just like really, really dodgy, like around that area until you go to Times Square. So, but then like, you know what yeah, to avoid in Times Square, more which more is all the character people that, or anyone that's like trying to. came up with a mixtape and he was like, here's my mixtape, bro. Like, take it, listen to it. I'm thinking in my head, like, oh, he's trying to give out his mixtape to a bunch of people just in case they listen. They might go check out his music in the future. That's smart. So I take the mixtape and he's like, all right, bro, where's the tip? And I'm like, tip? And he's like, yeah, you, are you going to tip me for my mixtape? I just gave you a mixtape. You should tip me. And I'm like, I thought it was a free mixtape. Why do I have to tip you? And he was like, bro, you really going to stiff me like that? Like, come on, tip me out, bro. Don't do me like that. I'm like, it makes no sense. I haven't even, like, you haven't even listened to it yet. You don't know whether it's good or bad. I'm like, I don't know what I just did. Like, I didn't do anything to deserve this. But this is the thing. This is where it catches, like, tourists up because then they're like, they're like, oh, what should I do? Kind of thing. And, yeah, that's, it's the same way with, like, Londoners. I'm going to move these out of the way. Bye. Are so well, my mum brought me Twizzlers, and then I was like, my mom used to... "See, I, uh, oh. I don't know if I like them or not." <laughs> I'm sorry for anyone that I've upset with Twizzlers, but I don't know what it is. There's just something about them I'm not sure about. Candy hair. Uh oh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, I'm trying to think. Mm. I, I went through the Twinkie phase, but I wouldn't say that's candy. Um, yeah, yeah, no, it's like a cake with whipped cream in it. And it um, obviously, I like nerds. Nerds are a good one. Um, yeah, I can't actually think right now at the top of my head, I'll be very honest with you. Um, oh, I love white chocolate. I love white chocolate. But you don't, her, I, if it was Hershey's versus dairy milk, it has to be dairy milk all the way. Like, you guys probably, I mean, these are probably hard to find, but obviously I've got these at the moment because Easter's coming up. Get that, so do you hold up. Prima. real divisive question. Do you like peeps? You don't know what peeps are? The little yellow, like... What's dogs? peeps? No, I've never had them. Do I need to go and find them when I next go out? It's just like a... It's one of those items that like is always there, but it's always so trash. And you never know why it still is around. Oh, no. I, I, I can't think what, like, in the UK we have that's trash and still around. I don't know. I'm trying to actually think hard. All the things, you know, when everything just goes out your head at once about like what is actually trash. Like, yeah, look, I'd say my favorite, I'd say my favorite chocolate bar in the UK though. I would, I wouldn't. It's not even UK. I love a white chocolate Kinder Bueno or a Happy Hippo. That is like, if you get me a white chocolate Kinder Bueno, I am a happy girl. Like. <laughs> Oh, I've had that. Yeah, though, no, that's pretty solid. We have them over, like I said, we have them over here, but yeah, ridiculously more expensive. Um, <laughs> like, you know, 
top corners. Pop corn. They're like it's it's kind of like a Dorito, but they're like no. Oh my god, I need to healthier or whatever. But they're pretty good. Kinda oh, like, are they like, like pop, are they like popcorn Doritos? Because I had this. I think my brother had them. Yes, yeah. they were like literally sweet and salty popcorn Doritos. But it wasn't Doritos. It was like it tasted like popcorn, so yeah, and they're they're meant to be healthy. I think. Yeah. It's probably like a UK version. I don't know. Um, ooh. No, I tried for the first time the other day. Um, Panda Express. <laughs> oh yeah, I did. I had noodles and rice. I had the orange chicken and I had the steak and broccoli. <laughs> and then I had steak shack the following day because I needed like, I love steak shack. I love five guys. Um, what else do I love? Oh, I tried Chick-fil-A as well. Love Chick-fil-A. <laughs> no, we don't. We're, I think we're just about, we got Shake Shack. Um, we've got, uh, we're, we've got more Popeyes opening up, um, Taco Bell, that's been like a new thing over the past couple of years, uh, Slim Chicken, uh, I love Slim Chicken, apparently it's an American thing, I don't know, um, but Slim Chickens is really nice, um, I'm trying to think what else, anything else more American? Um, I think that's that's all I can think of right now. Obviously, there's McDonald's and KFC and stuff, but. Well, uh, hold up. I want to real quick. Um, I'm gonna. Is there anything else that you wanted to say before we hopped off of here? Oh no, but just thanks for having me on. I've never done something like this before, so. Well, hey. Do like cool and different shit like. I know. And it's so nice to finally actually like speak properly and yeah, it's a bit mad. It was nice to talk. Uh, yeah. I'll have you back on sometime. Yeah, literally. Like, uh, maybe, me. <laughs> yeah, I'm always about. I mean, I say I'm always about nine times out of ten. I'm flying, but um, like I can always send you my roster or whatever, and we can uh, figure it out from there. Uh, Bye. Signs of Wine Podcast. I'm not drunk. Sure. With your host, Jordan Tucker. I'm tired of everyone calling me.